G'day, you're listening to the Virtual Staff Room. My name is Chris Betcher and this is Episode 4, Across the Pond. One technology that's been around for a few years now that's been getting a lot of attention lately is VoIP or VOIP or Voice over IP. And in plain English, it simply means using the technology of the internet to make voice calls. And in plain English, I guess it means to use your computer as a telephone. The software that's getting a lot of the attention about VoIP right now is Skype. And Skype is basically a telephone for your computer and it's the great thing about it is it's freely available for all the major platforms, so Windows, Mac, Linux, and with the right equipment it can actually support very high quality voice calls from computer to computer at zero cost. Now free calls are great, uh, but of course not everyone you call might have a computer and uh, with Skype for a small fee you can also call from your computer to a real telephone. Um, so when I say a small fee, uh, to call most countries in the world it will cost you about two cents a minute. And if you go computer to computer, it costs nothing. Now I'm living in Canada during this year on a teaching exchange and I've been using Skype almost exclusively as our telephone service back to Australia. And in fact I also use it a lot just for local calls too. Most of my friends and family also use Skype and so I can call them for free and for others like my 90 something year old grandmother who doesn't own a computer I can call her on the telephone. So it's an amazing technology and it's getting plenty of buzz. You can also connect to more than one person in a Skype call too and effectively hold a conference call. So you could be talking with several people at once and it really doesn't matter where they're from. So think about your classroom and imagine what sort of learning experience could you present to your students if you had a conference calling telephone in your classroom that lets you talk with other classrooms or even several other classrooms all at the same time anywhere in the world at zero cost. So say you were doing a unit of work about Japan for instance, what if you could actually talk with a class of kids in Japan instead of just having an in-class discussion about it? Some interesting possibilities. Skype also offers this thing called Skype casting and in effect it's a shared chat room that anyone with a Skype connection can join and then chat to anyone else that's connected there. It can be a bit of a free-for-all at times and the sound quality is not always so great but it's an interesting idea with that many possibilities. Last week I decided to try out a Skype cast with members of the Oz Teachers group in Australia. I thought it might be interesting to invite a few people into the group chat and see what happens. Well, it appears that a few people were interested in finding out more about this Skype cast thing because a whole bunch of people from the Oz Teachers list turned up to see what it was all about. We ended up with about 20-something, almost 30 people online at one point, uh, all chatting, all talking, and so in this podcast today, I thought I'd just take a few snippets out of that general conversation. Some of it was just chit-chat, some of it was people trying to, uh, to figure out the technology, um, some of it was just small talk. And there were a couple of interesting uh, pedagogical type discussions that went on as well. So this episode of Virtual Staff Room is a little bit different to the others in that this is kind of a piece together of just some general conversations that we had. But I think you'll find it interesting, hope you get something out of it and hope you enjoy it. Uh, I will apologise in advance for some of the sound quality. Uh, the thing about Skype casting is when you get all these people together into one virtual space like this, you can get a bit of background noise and a bit of banging and crashing in the background. Try to only give you the good bits, but uh, there is a little bit going on in the background. So, so anyway, here we go with the Virtual Staff Room Oz Teachers Skypecast podcast. What a mouthful. Enjoy. G'day, Rod. How are you? 
Not too bad, yourself? Good, mate, good. Nice of you to join me. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. First time I've tried one of these. I was just sitting here talking to all my friends. (laughs) 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 On my own. (laughs) Ah, and we've just been joined by Simply Science. That'd have to be uh, John, wouldn't it? It is. How are you, Chris? Good, mate. Real good. How are you, Rod? Good day, John. Rod Smith here. Yep, how's it going? Not too bad. Good, good, good. I'll, I'll let you guys introduce yourself, where you're from and all that sort of stuff. Okay, I, I guess I can start if you like. My name's Rod Smith. I'm in Tamworth. I've been a teacher for almost four weeks. Started at uh, term four, although I'm in my late 50s, so I'm not a newbie by any chance, but uh, career change, so to see how it goes. Fascinating. Fascinating. So, what, 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 um, what were you? Sorry, I should say who I am. I'm John Pierce, and I teach down in Geelong in Victoria. And I've been teaching for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you. And I've, that, I'm, in, I'm in my fifties too, so <laughs> similar vintage. But, but uh, yeah, I've been there for a long time. We've just uh, been joined by. Uh, well, it looks like Michael Cridland's just joined us. It's John Pierce here. Oh, okay, John. Good to speak to you. Um, yeah, I'm really Hi, excited about this. It's. Um, I've been looking forward to it. Oh, we. Day or where, whenever we first coined uh, the idea, yeah. Ah, uh, yes, you've been cranking out the emails, I see. Uh, Christine Spence, you've just joined us. Christine, can you hear me? Now, I'm not getting anything, Christine, if you're talking, so you might just want to check your microphone and uh, we'll come back to you in a sec. Uh, I've got someone else showing called Jean Anning. Yes, I'm Hello, who's that? It's Jean. Hello, Jean. Hello. Oh, well, it's working. Yes. We can hear you. It's all good. So it's um, not, not very getting very good reception here. It's breaking up a lot. Ah, oh, right. Are you on a broadband connection? Yes. Okay. That's unusual. No, it's all right. It's coming now. Just getting a lot of echo in the background. Okay. Um... We'll, uh, we'll persevere and see how we go, because I'm not sure why you'd be getting that. Okay. I, I, I think it's, it's just background noise from microphones somewhere. I think I can hear you very clearly when you're talking, just lots of crackling and um, interruptions in the background. A little bit of feedback. I've got headphones and a headset, so it should be okay. Okay, we'll see how we go. I can see we've just been joined by someone called Duke AV. The, tr- the problem with these Skypecasts, of course, is that anyone's free to wander in here. So if anyone goes to Skypecast.com and just sees an upcoming Skypecast, anyone can click in and just join us. So you do tend yeah, to... Yeah, have- I was... I was... Um, it's Michael here. I was up late last night just testing out my Skype just to make sure it worked for this morning. And I got on to... Um, went to the Skypecast page and got onto a couple of... Skypecast that I, I noticed was sort of nothing in particular and just had a chat to a few people there to just say, hey, you know, is everything working well? And, and uh, yeah, so it's like you say, anyone can join in. Yeah, that's the good thing and the bad thing, I guess. I guess, yeah. Uh, it's all developmental, isn't it? Like, you know, you've got to start and, and have a work with these things and then it's only try doing it that you... Uh, Find out. Hang on, Christine's gone on the chat, has she? I've got Christine Spence on chat. Okay, can, can you invite me in? Yeah. Uh, where are we? Because uh, that's what I was just on, trying to on. do then, was uh, put everybody... <laughs> 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 yeah. 
I can't find you on my list here. I can invite Michael in. Okay, yeah, Rod, and I've just... Rod's just put me on a chat. Okay, what we'll do... Hang on. Um... Hi, Anne. How are you going? It's Michael here. Hey, Michael. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> oh, Michael. Hang on. Don't get you in there yet. There. It is kind of weird, isn't it? Hang on, I'm going to start a chat. I'm going to start a chat with. Uh... Well, Chris, I've got I've got the chat going there. You're in there. Michael's in. Christine Spencer's in. Okay. I haven't got everybody else off the list. Who are who? It's John Pierce. Oh, John. Okay. So how do we John, get to you? Can you really invite me, John? I think I just closed it. Yeah, I think I did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, do you want to take over? Um, look, I'll give it a go. Uh, let yeah. me see. I'm going to pick on someone here. I'm going to pick on Rod Highstead, and I'm going to click on that. And Rod, can you uh, can you see that? No, I can't see anything. <clears throat> no, I can't see anything yet. What I did to get onto the chat was to click on the Skypecast um, in the Skypecast's browser window clicked on the person's name and clicked on the little chat icon and that's how I got you Chris. Oh, I can see you now Chris, right? I can see you now Chris. You got me now? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, <laughs> God this is getting uh, confusing. Chris, <laughs> uh, Christine has found, she says. Christine yes, has found. Ah, good. There we go. Okay. So Christine, you, Christine Spence, you can hear us, but you I can't can. talk, is that right? Can you hear me now? Oh, I can hear you now, it's fantastic. <laughs> I don't know what you did, but it's working. I had the um, things in the wrong hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the one we all do. I'm <laughs> there you go, so that's working. So um, I'm just intrigued how we get chat in here. So I've got a chat here. Now if I pick up... Uh... Let me close... Oh, yeah. okay. The trouble is I don't have everyone on my list, but if I drag Rod into there... Now Rod, did you just oh, get that worked. that worked? Yeah, I just started a chat with Chris. You want me to close it? <laughs> oh, hang on. We've actually, we've actually got two rods here. I've got two rods. I've just realised, yeah. I'm the old one. Right. Uh, I might debate uh, you on that one. I'm 58. Oh, you've beaten me by eight years. <laughs> Uh, well, I don't know how productive this is going to be, but joy, this is fun. <laughs> You're getting the idea of what's happening here. Uh, people think we're all really clever when it comes to technology. I've got to tell you, we learn just like everybody else and make mistakes like everybody else. Uh, we did get better, though. We did start to figure out how this thing actually works. I can, I can see Chris only on my chat thing. How do I get the others on? Now, who's that speaking? This is Rod. Rod, Rod Highstead. Rod Highstead. So, Rod, if I drag you in there, try that now. If I go hello, did you get that? Uh, yeah, I've got the hello. Oh, yeah, hello. Aha, uh -huh, righto. Now, no, um, I think I just... Oh, yeah, I can see all those people there. Let's try. Uh, Jean, try typing something. Yes, I've already said hello to everyone. Yep. Okay. Right, that looks like it's happening. Now, if there are other people on the side here that I don't know about, uh, if you identify yourself, um, I'll have yes, to be Chris here. Chris Clackham Davidson here. Chris Davidson, is it? Yes. Hello, Chris. 
Now we've got right, two pushes and two rods. Man, you guys, <laughs> you guys are making hard, hard work. Now I've just got a few muted people, so I'll just fix this up. Uh, Coney and the Westie, that'd be David. Uh, David, you're unmuted now. Hang on, are you? No, now you are. Hang on. Now you're unmuted. Oh, you, you'll regret that. <laughs> right, you're in, mate. You're in. Uh, Carolyn, you there? Uh, maybe. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Woohoo! I'm in. Okay, you can mute me again now. I just need to listen, but I wanted to know it works. Welcome, Carolyn. Thank you. Great to see you on board, Carolyn. Yep. Yep. Okay, yep. alright. Yep. Okay, well, I think it's working. Well, here we are. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> 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 How about the cricket? <laughs> so as you can see, it was all a bit hectic. We did eventually settle it down and start to figure out what we were doing. We worked out that if you wanted people to be able to talk, you muted everybody else and you allowed one microphone only. And we switched and swapped between that. And eventually, we actually started to have some decent conversations. How could you use this in a school setting? With much smaller groups. <laughs> yeah. Um, and do you want to just tell people what we did the other day? Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, guys. I'm going to mute everyone again, and uh, I'm just going to unmute Anne so she can talk. Anne, you're on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that sounds much better. And, um, um, guys, and for everyone else, guys, if you want the mic, just hit the uh, ask for the mic button. And uh, where is that, by the way, Chris? Uh, it should be at the top of the um, Skypecast window. Uh, of the Skype cast window, right at the top, like... So, uh, uh, the window with the blue border at the top. Yeah, all I've got is just a... Mine doesn't show that. It just okay. shows 19 yeah. people. John's, yeah, anyway. John's saying he can't see it either, so... Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Hang on. Let, Carolyn, yeah. I'm just going to bring Carolyn in for a sec. Mm -hmm. I was just going to say, you can only see it when you're muted. Okay. Okay. Right. Right, so that's why I can't see it. Right. Okay, you can mute me again. Okay, <laughs> we're getting the hang of this. Okay. So will I start, Chris? Um, yeah, go for it, Anne. Okay. It just happened to be the other day. It was. It was. Uh, I think I can't remember what time it was, Chris. I think it might have been just after recess here in Australia, and uh, I was working with my Year Sevens, and um, I n normally my routine is to, which I, I guess most teachers do, is set up my laptop, connect everything, the internet, um, interactive whiteboard, etc. Just in case I, I need to use it, like I hadn't actually planned to use it that morning because um, we were going to do some other stuff with wikis. And the Skype, Chris just fortuitously had, I think, just connected to Skype. So on my computer, it actually, the little Skype button popped up and said Chris was online and one of the kids said, what's that? And I sort of don't. So what I basically did was um, just threw my ideas out for that particular lesson for that day. And what we did was I just explained to them what Skype was. And I said, how about we try and we, we said we can Skype Mr. Betcher. And I explained where he was. And so we rang Chris and he was online. And the really cool thing was that Chris actually also had a webcam. So we were able to sit in our classroom and have a chat to Chris about his work over in Canada. And then what was even better was that his daughter Kate came in who was around the same age as our Year 7 students. So they thought that was absolutely brilliant. And they got a chance to ask Kate 
a few questions about her experiences um, having a year over in a Canadian school as compared to an Australian school. So both Chris and I have blogged about it in our blogs. Um, and I think, you know, one of the key, the wonderful things was just that it was just so spontaneous, Chris, wasn't it? It was just came out of the blue, but it was such a powerful, the kids were just absolutely engaged and enthralled. And a number of them went home that night and came back to me the next day and said, oh, I checked out Skype because we have it blocked for kids at school, but not for teachers. And I said, we checked out Skype and, you know, we're so excited about it. And I just thought it was fantastic. So I'm just so pleased, Chris, that you were online at that moment. It, and it it's going it to lead to other things. It went from an idea to, a, to an actual conversation um, yeah. in about two minutes, didn't it? Yep, yep. It's just so quick and easy. Um, and we've actually, since then, we've, we've also Skyped an American teacher who's going to um, set up um, a, a little group, a small group that she has over in, in uh, where is she? She's in Phoenix. And, um, you know, as long as you've got, I mean, one of the beauties of Skype is that you can always tell what time it is over, the, over wherever the people are. Um, and yeah, it's, it's just such a simple and easy way to communicate. And the kids just think it's awesome because they can hear accents. They just love that. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, was good. It was good fun. And, but, and Kate really yeah. enjoyed it too. She sort of said to me afterwards, don't put me on in front of people again because she doesn't want to get out of the shower. And she was yeah. still just basically wearing her little pyjamas. I think the boys thought she looked pretty good. <laughs> uh, would anyone else like a microphone? Yeah. Thanks for sharing that story, Anne. No worries. Uh, David, I'm just going to mute you again, Anne, and I'll unmute David. Dave. I was just going to say that uh, if they thought it was so good hearing accents, why were they talking to you guys? <laughs> or has your daughter already picked up a Canadian accent? Uh, I'll let Anne answer that. Hang on, Anne, I'm unmuting you. Hang on, I'm trying to unmute you. There you go, you're unmuted. Yeah, no, actually that was the first thing we said to Kate was that we noticed that she has picked up a Canadian accent. Yeah. Um, Chris hasn't, but Kate has. Um, and then I must admit the other day I was actually in my office and a few um, older students in year nines and tens just popped into my office to have a chat and um, we were talking about Skype and so we, we Skyped another American teacher, just the three girls and I, and we Skyped her and they, yeah, that was really an accent. They thought that was so cool. But, um, yeah, Kate, I don't know, Chris, I don't know how you feel about it, but Kate's definitely picked up a Canadian accent. <laughs> yeah, she has. Oh, well, what are you going to do? I'm sure she'll <laughs> lose it just as quickly as she got it. Anyway, there's nothing too wrong with a Canadian accent. No. <laughs> just out of interest, with, with the whole group listening in, Anne, were you able to then uh, just use a, a shared microphone? Uh, yeah, because it was such a short notice thing, what I just quickly asked, I, I actually team teach with another teacher, I asked her to run back and grab just my headphones and mic and we connected that to my laptop. Uh, I meant to ask about that, that Anne, when you were uh, doing that Scott thing with me the other day, you had a head, headset on for the kids to talk into but you had open speakers for the kids to listen on, is that right? Yeah, all I, all I had, yes, was because we've got... Um, because this is all, all connected to a DVD player and sound system. Yeah, I had the sound going through the sound system and all we used was a little microphone just connected to my laptop. But yeah, that, that was one thing that um, I need to think about. There's, there's that and there's also the notion of a webcam. Um, 
at this school at the moment at Wedderburn we're, we're currently almost completed a video conferencing, a whole video conferencing unit um, which will obviously have vision and sound but that's the, the obvious issue for that is the other end. So what I want to be able to do and it'd be great if Chris maybe or some of you other wonderful people out there could give me some advice about the best way to or the best sort of webcam to get to use with Skype in that situation where you're working with a whole group and you know a whole class. Um, it was interesting with the K-12 things that um, Mark Wagner on his presentation he did his all with the iSight camera on the uh, on the new Macs. They seem to do they seem to operate pretty nicely as a, as a cam that's unobtrusive and picks up really really well. Maybe uh, I've just bought a little iMac uh, MacBook or whatever it is. Um, maybe maybe I should take that to school one day and maybe we should try and get that one happening. I, I am so impressed with the iSight camera built into the MacBook Pro. Um, I've used it for everything now. Uh, start of the school year, um, I just asked, uh, I put my laptop in the middle of the room and I said to one kid, come here, I want to show you how to take your photo. And I showed him how to snap a photo using Photo Booth. And then, and then I said, okay, now you teach the person next to you. So he brought the, the girl next to him over and taught her how to take her photo. And then she had to teach the person and so on until it went all the way around the room. And everyone had taught everyone else how to take a photo with this iSight camera. Uh, and then I had all their photos, so I just trimmed them down and dropped them into my grade book. So now I've got a photo next to all their names. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's, and that's such a nice process to do, just to do it that way with the kids. Teach somebody, they're the expert, they go off and, and uh, yeah. And it works with, the, works with my grade threes and fours beautifully. If it really means something, they learn. Yeah. Yeah, and they teach better than me too. <laughs> I'm developing a policy now that um, I'll, I'll teach you something once, I'll teach someone in the class something twice, I'll teach someone in the class something three times, but after that, if the fourth person wants to know, they have to go and see one of the other three, because I've already said it three times, and that's enough. Yes. Is there a webcam equivalent for um, the PC? Yeah, there is. Um, just any standard webcam that you plug into the USB port, and it um, should work fine. If you've yeah. got a laptop computer, um, yeah. uh, is it Logitech or Creative? I think it's Creative. They make a little clip-on one that just clips onto the top of the screen. So, so far so good. We'd managed to get the Skypecast working, we'd managed to bring as many people into the Skypecast as we could, and we'd even had an intelligent conversation. Uh, so, so far it's working. What else did we talk about? Is there some reason that other people can access the Skypecast. This is the first time I've been on a Skypecast, but we seem to be getting people who aren't from Oz teachers sort of ducking in and out. Yeah, it's, and I'm just wondering if that, where that some of the ambient noise is coming from. It, it is. I'd say that's definitely the problem. Um, because it's an open environment, um, once you publish these things as a Skypecast, anyone's free to join. Right. So in that sense, it's a bit of a, a bit of a problem that it's not a closed environment. Um, yes. I don't know if there's an option to make it a closed environment. I haven't seen one. Mm. Um, I'll just unmute because that could be a drawback from from trying to do something like this as a Skype cast. Whereas possibly if you had a situation like Anne was in. Make it a conference call between a couple of different classes oh, with a shared microphone. Absolutely. If um, if if it was just a matter of uh, one class talking to another class, you just do a direct Skype to Skype thing, or even three or four classes that want to get together and do it. You, you do it as a direct Skype call. Um, the idea of a Skype cast, I guess, is good for certain circumstances, but for for education, I just do it as a closed call. Very much so. 
But uh, you know, a closed, a closed call is probably not going to work very well for. Well, we've got 26 people online right now, so um, I probably wouldn't work doing it the other way for this many people. So that's why, mm. we, why we went down this path for this. Uh, so this, the way this happens is that the person that sets it up gets to control who can speak and who can't speak. That's very good. <laughs> Chris is the grand the power. The power. I just I just checked that the help pages too. No one else can do it. We can't ever. Yeah, That's all right. You just got to be in first to convene a conference. That's it. <laughs> we were just Sorry. saying though, if you were seriously going to use this in a school context, you'd probably just Skype directly onto each other. You wouldn't bother going through this um, Skype cast. No, you wouldn't. Um, if you wanted to find classes in different parts of the world or wherever to Skype with, how would you find them? Because I've just looked up search for Skype users, and I don't think that's the right place. How would you find other people? Um, for Skype particularly? Uh, yeah, like to have conferences, you know. Or you know what, I don't know that there is a directory as such. Um, I, I have a suggestion. Yeah, go for it. My, my suggestion would be find out who you want to talk to and then ask them to set up onto Skype. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, because I think one of the things, this is Anne here, and I think one of the things that we've got to think about is you know, how are we going to actually use this? Yeah. Like, you know, it's not enough. I mean, it is enough initially to just say hi and, you know, talk about cool accents and what are you doing. But then we really want to try and find the purposeful tasks. So probably the two teachers need to have some time together to do some planning and thinking about what they're going to, get, going to actually do. So you see this as a solution searching for a problem? <laughs> yes, somewhat. <laughs> Can you hear me now, Chris? Yes, who's that? That's yes. Jenny? This is Jenny. Hello, Jenny, how are you? Hi. Hi, sorry, I, I did have them in the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> somebody had to do it. No, no. Thank the, you for sharing that with us. You're the second somebody, yeah. Jenny. Oh, okay then. Yeah, that's well, why, as long as I'm not the that's why I suggested it, because someone's already beat you to it. Yes, yeah, this is great. We were talking yesterday about, um, I went to a smart classrooms roadshow, Gold Coast in Brisbane, uh, in Queensland, and um, there was a lot of talk about Skype there. Yeah, it's funny. It's but been I... around for so many years now, and it's just really now starting to get to that uh, technological. What do they call it? The the momentum. It's critical mass, really. Critical mass. Um, it's Rob Rick, and um, I've been involved in my school with a couple of uh, groups of children. Uh, first of all, in the Global Village Classroom Project, yep. and also uh, in more recently in ThinkQuest. And um, in ThinkQuest, well, in both groups actually, but in ThinkQuest, you've got the potential to uh, involve your school with uh, children from another school anywhere in the world, and um, with the, the joint uh, objective of designing web pages for the competition. And uh, it seems to me this Skype would be an excellent uh, way for people to communicate directly rather than text-based email and um, yeah, mm. it would be more personal to have that direct uh, connection. We, um, if I can just jump in for a second there, uh, I was involved in 97, 98 and 99, we did the virtual classroom competition um, and uh, I'll just throw in there that we actually won it in 99. Um, well done. <laughs> Um, and we did a lot of um, real-time uh, collaboration. It wasn't Skype back then. We used a thing called CUC Me, um, which was kind oh, yeah. of like a you know a virtual 
chat environment thing, but you could have pictures with it as well. Um, it was much harder to use than this, and you had to register for it, and it had to. It was a, I don't know. It was just a lot of hassle. This is so much simpler now. Um, but yeah, the kids loved the the, the uh, synchronous chat. We were doing things with a school in Chicago and a school in Tokyo, and uh, right. doing three-way chats where we all got online and, and had three windows with all with video and the live chat thing happening as well. So it was good. Yeah, my other interest. Is, um, I teach Japanese in a primary school, and so uh, my other interest is in uh, you know, making links with uh, schools. Well, don't need to be in Japan, but other schools that are doing Japanese at uh, my level, giving the children opportunities to practice their conversation skills. I, I often think to myself, you know, like, I teach technology stuff, and in a way that's kind of bad because I'd rather be a teacher of something else than use technology a lot rather than someone who teaches about technology for technology's sake sometimes. Um, and I was thinking, of what, what subject area would be really the perfect subject area to integrate technology into. And the more I think about it, the more I think it's probably languages. Yeah, yeah I'd agree with that, yeah. yeah. At the, um, Melbourne, at the Melbourne uh, ICTV conference, there was a lady who was teaching French in one of the private schools in Melbourne, and um, she is an IT teacher. And, of course, she has um, copies of um, all the programs she needs in French, and uh, she takes children for several short sessions a week and introduces them to the vocab and then has an IT lesson and the children uh, use their use their French right through the lesson. So that's an excellent example of just what you're saying. Yeah, there was a, there was a I don't know if you heard any of the, the, um, the stuff that was published from the K-12 online conference over the last few weeks, but there was one woman who did a very interesting one about the use of iPods in a um, foreign language class. She had some great no, ideas. That. Yeah, it was called uh, it was Sylvia Tolisano, and the presentation was called iPods. I sing, I learn, I speak, something like that. All right. Has that been recorded on the web? Uh, yep. If you go to the K12OnlineConference.org website and somewhere on there. Yes, yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yep. They're all listed Chris, on there. Chris, okay. Thanks. I'll check it out. It's uh, Bryn here. Um, if you go to the iTunes shop, you'll find heaps of free language resources, podcasts, uh, very high quality stuff, but um, yes. mostly free. Whereabouts it's a lot of French stuff. In the, in the iTunes shop, oh, yes, if you yeah, go yeah. to educate, podcasts education, you'll find uh, things done by the Goethe Institute, uh, Allianz Francais, uh, a lot of very, very high quality free stuff that's done by uh, as a series of podcast. Actually, I was looking at that the other day. If you go to the educational technology, if you go into the podcast, then into education, um, I think out of the top 25 education podcasts, I think I counted 18 of them were language-based. Well, I want to thank everyone who joined me for this Skypecast. Uh, that'll be Rod, John, Michael, Anne, Christine, Carolyn, Jenny, Brenda, the other Rod, the other Chris, David, Bryn, Rob, and look, I apologise if I've left your name out. <sighs> to be honest, I had quite a lot of editing to do on this episode, so I did cut a bit out. So there were quite a few others who joined us on this recording. If I didn't include your bits, please accept my apologies. 
All these folk are members of the Oz Teachers mailing list, which is a virtual community of teachers that help and support each other with all manner of things. Um, the Oz Teachers list has been operating now for over 10 years and is apparently one of the oldest and most active mailing lists of its type in the world. And I have to say that it has absolutely been the best professional development that I've ever taken part in, and I've been a member of it for a number of years now. So check it out if you haven't already. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. I'll also take this opportunity just to say a huge thank you to the Queensland University of Technology, uh, the guys who manage the Oz Teachers Group. Um, you guys have made a fantastic contribution to Australian education over the past 10 years, and I hope it continues for many more to come. Well, that's about it for this episode. Don't forget, you can also visit us on the web at www.virtualstaffroom.net and you can access all the links mentioned in this episode. You can also subscribe to us through the iTunes Music Store. Just click on Podcasts, Education and go to Educational Technology and you can have your iTunes deliver each episode to you automatically. If you'd like to be part of one of our podcasts, you can find our contact details on the website. So just drop us an email. Love to hear from you. We've also got some great interviews lined up for you over the next few episodes, so I look forward to seeing you the next time. Until then, my name is Chris Betcher, and you've been listening to The Virtual Staff Room.
Yeah. Really? Mine's only showing 25. Yeah, mine's no, no. at 73, but uh, how, how just, many of them are just swimming, swimming past and shooting off again? I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Mine's 39. Where are these numbers coming from? Um, mine says 25. Michael here. <laughs> 24 now. He's here. No, not allowed to talk. Maybe they're just like me. <laughs> Who was that? Was that? Did Vicky eventually get a microphone, John? Yes, well, I, well, I'm I'm still showing as muted, but can you actually hear me? I can hear you. Yes, yeah. we can. Can. Because can you actually hear me? Yes, we can. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Because I I actually work in adult education, and I've got the problem. Um, whether or not this is the solution, I'm not sure. What's the problem? But, um, well, I work for a professional association and we run continuing professional development primarily in face-to-face -face and also in sort of um, online mode. But I would like to be able to do something synchronous in our um, private study mode and be able to run tutorials where we bring together groups of people in different regional areas to be able to, um, you know, discuss and do professional development activities. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of potential, especially if you go down to the one-on-one -on -one model or the, you know, the, the, the small group model rather than through a Skypecast.